And hello, everybody. We're back. Uh, yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, you know, it's me, Joe, and I have uh, Richard. Would you please please uh, say your full name there? My name is Richard McThickums. <laughs> no, it, it's your boy, Valk. How you doing? <laughs> so, not an uh, anime review episode today, but uh, just trying to catch up on some stuff. A lot of stuff has happened in the past month. We've been very busy. Sorry about that. Work is work has been awful. <laughs> <laughs> work has been interesting for both of us. We'll just say that. But um... yeah, fucking hey, you know this guy Val. He, you know, he put in his uh, availability. It says he can't work on Sundays, so let's schedule him twice on Sunday. Yep, that's how it goes. Me. I've just been having a wonderful time dealing with work. But, you know, that's that's work. That's work. What we're here to talk about is a bunch of random ass shit today. And as it is, a compendium episode. So, with that being said, the first thing that I want to talk about is something along the lines of how I don't miss. And uh, one of the animes that I've called, I want to talk about the studio a little bit. Because uh, they have quite the Oh, repertoire. here we go. This, this, this took us a little while to actually talk about last night while we were just kind of shooting the shit planning today. Yeah, no, like, we, I was talking to Val because, like, I, I called Komi-san getting an anime and actually got, actually, if I if I think about it, if I remember correctly, it got the announcement and it's coming out exactly when I said it would, too, which is kind of insane. And he called this, like, a year and a half, two years ago. <laughs> Yeah, and then the same thing happened again, where another manga that I called, I made a post out on one of my other social medias, a year ago, that around this time, we would probably be seeing an anime announcement for one of three uh, three manga that I was reading, one of them being Ao Ashi, a soccer manga, and it got announced as an anime a couple, about a month or so ago, exactly when I said it would. So, you know, I'm, I'm, pretty, uh, I'm pretty good at this guessing game. And while I'm good at this guessing game, that doesn't mean that, you know, it always pans out to be good. And I was really worried because no matter how good a series is, if the animation studio doesn't do a good job, it could really fuck it up. And Yeah, um, you've got some personal experience with that one. Oh, quite a few. But Comey? It's getting done by OLM and OLM. I was like, cause I, I knew I noticed the art style from somewhere. Right. Like, but I, I'm terrible with studio names. Falk's usually a lot better with studio names than I am. So I was checking out. And I was like, all right, what did OLM work on? What did they do? Yeah. You've been noticing hentai studios. <laughs> oh, shush. Uh, they actually did pokemon right so i was like oh cool they did pokemon so you know they, they got yeah, they that's got, where like, you recognize that. the art style from yeah and i was like oh they did pokemon and Nazma 11 blah 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 and then i saw two in particular that i was like wait what they did specifically kenpu dinky berserk the original berserk anime the original 25 episode berserk anime that was actually the tits they did that one they also did uta wada ru Mono, as I like to do that. I don't know why I like to pronounce it like that, but it is what it is. Like, hey, they did those. it means you say it properly when you slow it down. Yeah, 
not only that, they also did Spaceship Yamato $21.99. So, like, they have, like, quite the diversive... They got a good filmography. Yeah, they really do. Like, and they also did Gunsmith Cats. Like, that one Everyone's favorite anti-ATF anime. Like, you know, obviously... We did not expect get a box that. Set. Yeah, I did not expect that at all. I was like, "Wait, that's real. That's that's actually something they did." But they actually have a lot of good uh, stuff, um, animation wise, like from realism to way over the top. They did one of the most over the top sports series anime I've ever watched, in Anazuma Eleven. Which anybody who's ever watched it, you kind of sit there and you're like, "Is this actually just soccer, or is this just fucking like?" What like what is this like? It's kind of od like it's, it's a little it's a little crazy, but that's that's how it is. Honestly, so, the nice thing about OLM is that while yeah, a lot of their big titles you know are from twenty years ago, you know, they've consistently put out a good series pretty much every time that they've done something. As of late, they yeah. haven't really stopped. So, you yeah. know. I think our adorable little cat goddess is uh, in good hands. Yes, yes, she is. And it's going to be a ride, too, because I'm very interested to see, because of the uh, history with this studio, how long this show is going to go. Because like, when you think about it, like, this this studio, they, they do Pokemon. Like, on average, their shows are, like, 40-plus episodes, not including the original Pokemon and then Advanced Generation and all those. Like, even if you split all the different Pokemons up, there's well over probably about a 1,000 episodes altogether, right? And, like, the original Pokemon went for 276 episodes. Then you had Advanced Generation that went for 192 and so forth and so on, including all the movies, which they did all their movies, too. So I'm curious to see, because there is a lot of Comey, Granted, some of it is, um, like, you know, like, filler-ish kind of stuff, if that makes sense to you guys, where it's, like, just kind of, like, a slice of stuff. life. Yeah. It's a slice lot of, of it's so they... going to end up feeling more filler. Yeah. Like, like it feels like you, you're getting to know the characters, but, like, I want to know how much they're going to be able to fit into an episode and how many episodes we're going to get. I think we're going to get 24 episodes split into two cores, which would be pretty interesting. But seeing what they do and how they handle it will be very nice especially with the fact that Comey is sitting well is sitting over 300 chapters right now but the numbers in those chapters are so sporadic sometimes some of them are like five six page chapters some of them are 18 to 21 pages so it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes i'm looking forward to it it's in good hands i'm not worried like i am and should have been and i knew i was when it came to Records of Ragnarok. I told Ugh. you. Look, I, I I have a right to be optimistic. I'm a little bit more optimistic than Valk is. I am not optimistic at all. I'm, you know, the guilty until proven innocent when it comes to bad quality anime. I'm just like, Let, let's wait for it to drop first, and then we'll see what we're working with. Yeah. My it issue... comes to Studio Trigger, in which case I am optimistic. Yeah, you tend to be. But that's fair. Now, it's Trigger. With Record of Ragnarok, right? I've seen two sides of the coin. I've seen the people who have read the manga and the people who have not read the manga. 
consistently, the people who have not read the manga, they were just kind of like, oh, this is pretty fucking cool. These fights are dope, blah, blah, blah. Everybody who's read the manga has not given the uh, anime for Records of Ragnarok over, I think, a 4 out of 10. And that is very concerning, considering Record of Ragnarok has the simplest approach to a series. It is tournament arc, the series. <laughs> like, yeah, there's things, like, what happens in a tournament arc? You got the people, you got one side winning against the other side, right? You got these people doing that. Aw, shit, some stuff's happening behind the scenes. I wonder what's going on with that. Blah, yada, yada, blah, da, blah, da, blah. How do you mess that up, right? And it's it's hilarious because they didn't mess up in the t- terms of following the story. Because they follow the story. That's fine. The thing that everybody was concerned about was the animation. Specifically, the animation's execution and the effort put into the animation. And I see, like, I, I read the manga. I've read it. I'm up to date. I think I might be one chapter behind if something came out within, like, the last month or so. But I'm pretty much up to date, right? And the thing that really caught you or brought you into this series when it first started you read all the, you got to the fight, you got to the fight with Lubu, Lubu loses, et cetera, et cetera. And then, boom. You see one of the main characters do their first ridiculous facial expression. And that right there, like the fights were great. They were drawn phenomenally. It was so in, in, like engaging, et cetera, et cetera. But that facial expression was so out of left field and so absurd. That you were just like, what the fuck? And then, like, it was a consistent thing throughout the series. All the characters, from her to all the other gods to all the chosen heroes, all of them all had a particular face that they would end up doing that was just so detailed and so cool to see done. Yet, the anime, like, approached it like it was some fucking kind of generic bullshit. I saw some of the scans, right? Like I saw some some uh, one of my friends, he made a whole spiel about this. He made a pic he made like a little collage of like different scenes in the manga and comparing what those scenes to the anime and how they were handled in the anime. It felt like I was watching a fucking like half-ass tournament arc shit. Like there was no energy behind it. I saw one of the clips from the Adam fight and like I was like, this is why does he not feel like he's like so incompetently massive when talking about uh, Zeus? Like in the manga, this dude is he is OD massive. Like he is OD massive. Like I'm talking like he couldn't fit through a super Walmart entrance, tall wise or width wise, because that's how big he was. But he just looked kind of like he looked human. In the anime, and that is like not what he was. Like he looked about as big as um one of the uh big bosses or one of the big uh bodybuilders or whatever. But yeah, no, it it's absurd. I hated it. I'm not happy about it. Uh welcome whatever. to the anime industry, always letting us down where it really matters. It's not even that hard. All you had to do was put some soul into it, you know? Like push Make it the- thick. Make them thick. Put some put some effort into the drawing for the uh, animation for that. Like it's not that hard. 
I mean, yes, it can be that hard, but like, come on. Yeah. It, it felt like no effort. But regardless, it is what it is. I'm upset about that. Who cares? Moving on. I'm I'm so I'm so mad though. I, I, I can't. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But speaking of things that are kind of ridiculous, the it's been what a year total between last E3 and this E3 that just passed when it came from the Halo reveal, right? Yeah. Holy shit! The fucking glow up, bro. Yo, that game that multi- multiplayer being free was lit, right? Great. Figured that was going to happen. Yeah, we all kind of figured that was That's the move in the industry now. Yeah. But, like, I'm looking at this, and, like, I don't... Usually, you know, I'm the type to, you know, go frame by frame for something when, you know, it's been a year since we had content, you know, see all the new stuff. Because you need to go frame by frame to see all the new stuff. But, like, there's just so much that you don't even need to. Like, Chief's armor's actually dirty now. It looks like it's been drifting through space for months. It's you know, like, oh my this. god the the visuals are so much more developed than they were a year ago. And you look at this and you're like, okay, this looks like an actual game. You go back and look at what they showed us last year, and you're like, this thing got greenlit. They were about to ship it. There's no way. There was no way they were going to ship it back then. There's no like, way. I'm so glad they decided to wait. And because they decided to wait, now it comes out around the 20-year anniversary of Halo. I feel like, like this was the plan all along. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. This way Microsoft gets to, you know, have, you know, the the good move of, look, we listen to our community, unlike certain companies. <laughs> <coughs> Mm. Uh, I could name a few, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be quiet. Yeah, um, couple companies there, but uh, this yeah, he, he is right. I loved the way it looked, and it looked so good when they showed off the multiplayer. And I think it was really smart because they showed off the multiplayer and they showed off gameplay in the multiplayer, and then went into the trailer for the main game. And I could not tell the difference. Like, that was a really good transition. Um, also the, uh, fact, I, I don't know how the weapons are going to work. Like, cause you know, Halo five, the entire thing was ADS. I mean, it, it turned the AR into a sniper rifle, right? Yeah. But the way this one's looking, it's looking like maybe some weapons don't have ADS functionality or something. Which... So I, because in the gameplay, they had a lot of hip firing. Like, a lot of hip firing. Yes. They did so, have the old, the classic, uh, the old classic no-scope headshot from the Halo Sniper, which is always a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, it's like, I don't know how this game is going to play, but at least what they're showing us makes it look a whole lot more like, you know legacy halo yeah it's got you know modern stuff on it and i'm sure sprints you know here to stay but you know i honestly this this seems like what 343 should have started with you know back in 2012 when halo 4 came out 
you know, I feel like it's a combination of like they probably were trying to reach that, but they need like I don't know too much about three four three before they got Halo, right? They were sort of an assist studio. Um, they kind of handled you know work on Halo games that Bungie just didn't have time for, and right. then you know Bungie left Microsoft and three four three just got handed the reins because you know they'd been working on halo games before so they had the best shot and uh well it doesn't look like that panned out for almost a decade yeah (laughs) but it's looking really good now i'm 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 looking forward to this so much and you know so i gotta get my uh series s because i'm not i don't need the disc drive I don't have the space for the X. It's too fucking big. That's fair. I mean, like, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, all right, I'm probably going to still get the X, personally. I do but... want the Series X mini-fridge, though. Yo, that thing kind of looks nice, I'm not going to lie, but I don't know how much that's going to cost. And, uh, probably going to yeah. be like 700 bucks minimum. Right? And it I... stores like five cans of Monster. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> it stores nothing. Absolutely nothing. It better have some kind of cool tech stuff that it can do. Nah. Like, <laughs> Why would it do that? It just opens up and there's and you have to like refill a dry ice container so that it'll have that fog coming out at all times. Uh, that honestly that's kinda cool though. That is kinda cool. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. But finishing up on the three four three thing, I think what they've been doing with the past two Halo games before Infinite was probably trying to find that balance that we're starting to see from what we can tell, at least, in the whole Halo multiplayer. Like, they probably were just kind of like, all right, well, let's try a little bit of this, and then they went Except full in on one Halo thing. Halo 5, it was more than a little. It was, let's throw away the entire formula and make every weapon balanced for esports. Yeah. Which results in levels like the breaking where, you know, it's literally hide behind cover, don't get hit or you die on heroic, yep. which is the difficulty you're meant to play Halo at. Uh, but, it, you know, on heroic, it's supposed to be a challenge, but you're still supposed to be able to feel like a badass, not OK, I'm out of position, time to fucking die and. You know, your AI companions are stupid, so... They're always stupid. They don't help at all. They're always stupid. They always are. It, you know, it is... But the problem is, is the game's balanced around there always being four players, because, you know, 343 made the incredibly narcissistic decision, you know, that their code was good enough (laughs) to match actual players which it's fucking not when you've got blue team not even shooting their fucking guns at a target three inches in front of them i don't think you're coding all that well yeah that's you know how it is but if this does as good as it looks good job 343 i'll forgive everything else really hope this goes over well (laughs) because Like, oh god, this just... When they changed the art style to match 
classic Halo. It just hits you right in the nostalgia feels, and the the fucking cover art for the game is a modern version of the CE cover art. And 343, I'm still being cautiously optimistic about this, but if you fuck this up, I will kill you. (laughs) I mean, like, honestly, like, I'm looking at it, and I'm just kind of like, I knew, like, they're, it's literally like they're trying, like, this is the one that they're like, this is it. Yeah, this is when they finally decided to, you know, listen to the community and try to make a Halo game instead of whatever the fuck. Whatever it was. Call of Duty, but sci-fi. Like, hard sci-fi. Yeah. Like, if we want to Call of Duty, but hard sci-fi, we'd play probably, like, Battlefield. Because Battlefield's, like... Well, I wouldn't even say hard sci-fi for that. No, Battlefield isn't hard sci-fi That's just futuristic. That's just super futuristic. Not even. Most Battlefields are, you know, old wars or, you know, near future. Near like, future, the one it's, that they showed off at E three. I'm sorry, guys. It's still an EA game, so you know, I don't care how cool it looks. It's going to be shit at launch. Yeah, EA always gets you with their trailers, and you keep buying it. Yeah, that's how it is. Fucking. But I, I will say though, briefly on Battlefield, the new trailer that they did show was pretty. It did have some good gameplay, but it, we'll see. It looks. I will say it does look really good. I'm still not going to buy it because it's an EA game. And the only EA games I buy are respawn games. And yeah. until they make Titanfall three, I don't think I'm buying another one. Yeah, it's uh that's a good decision. I don't blame you. And speaking up a little bit more about some of the stuff that happened at E3, I want to make a note here. A lot of y'all Nintendo fanboys need to relax. Okay, because here we go. Nah, nah, nah. It's, it's kind of ridiculous because, like, you look at you look at everything that got shown off, right? By no means was this E three amazing or anything. It was pretty okay, sub subpar. Nobody really had anything to show. But out of everybody that came to E three, Microsoft did a lot. They showed off a lot. We got a lot of gameplay. We got a lot of trailer reviews. I mean, we got a lot of exclusives. In all fairness, the reason Microsoft had a lot is because they own like half the industry at this point. <laughs> I'd say they own a third. I don't think they like, own half, but they own a third. Like they fucking bought Zenimax pretty much. They bought Bethesda. Yeah. Now, That's just how I, it is. So for context, my house is legitimately like 20 minutes away from Bethesda HQ and I drive by it to and from work every day. Right? Yeah. I I go by it, I'm just like, oh, they're probably busy fucking things up there, aren't they? Not knowing how to code. Using the same engine that ran fucking Oblivion. <laughs> and now they're probably using that in their new, what is it, Starfield game? Yeah. Apparently like, that was in-game footage, but I don't believe that. I don't fucking believe that for one goddamn second. If that was in-game footage and it runs like that, I'm buying that day one. If that's in-game footage, there is no way that they are rendering anything but that. 
There is no way that there is any geometry in there that does not need to exist for the trailer. Because I know Bethesda games, they don't run like that. No, no they don't. But it was funny to watch a lot of PS4 fans get real pissed off, or PlayStation fans get real pissed off when they're like, hey guys, this is a Xbox exclusive, not this is a console exclusive too, so I thought it was hilarious. Shit and die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the new Forza, by the way, is kind of absurd. I wanted so, to say that. As the yeah. resident car guy. Yeah. Um, Why the fuck would you pick the AMG Project 1 for your cover car? <laughs> it's gotta be the ugliest cover car Forza has ever used. Don't get me wrong. Technologically, that car is a masterpiece. But it's so fucking ugly. <laughs> I I don't like, I don't know. Ugh, fucking Motorsport Five had you know this gorgeous McLaren. Motorsport Six, I think, had a Ford GT. You know, the Horizons have always had something really cool. Like I think Horizon Four was a McLaren Senna. Yeah, you know, which ain't the best looking car McLaren's ever put out, but it's still pretty good looking. Um. And then you just pick this butt ugly Mercedes, and you said in Mexico, so you know carjackings are going to be a thing, and you're going to get shot up by the cartels if you don't win your race because it's fixed. <laughs> it's going to be great. Hey, the, that game also looks so absurd. And, that game. And one of the missions so... will be transporting cocaine from the from the southern tip up to the border. <laughs> the the oh my god the the view in that game is absurd. But getting back to Nintendo. I'm actually. I have a little. I have, I have a bit of bit of a bone to pick with Nintendo. You've always got a bone to pick with Nintendo. Not all the time. All right. Yes, so you do. I, all the time. So I was happy with Shimigami Tensei. I was like, yes, we're getting SMT five. Beautiful. I was happy with that. But then I kind of look at everything else they showed us, and they showed us what Metroid Dread, a game they announced at least seven years, seven almost ten or plus years ago. Long ass time ago. Hey, it's a fucking Metroid game. It's been 10 years. Yes, and I'm happy about that. But what about Metroid Prime 5? You say it, and you're Prime like. Prime 4 is coming out eventually, or, but you know. Yeah. You, you know what I mean. I, I don't I, know why. Yeah, Nintendo why is particularly bad about giving us information on games that are highly anticipated you know this yeah which comes to my next point is bayonetta they didn't even say the name i was kind of we got like a three second trailer at the game awards in what 2018 2019 yeah and you know we just saw bayonetta get cut in half and that's it (laughs) Yeah, like three years ago. Like I'm, I'm gonna reach out. I'm, I'm, I'm positive we're going to get something this year because Platinum Studios did say, like in an interview earlier in January, they were like, "Well, we have to have something." You know, it's been three years, and it's not always up to them, right? They did say that, like with games, with specifically with Bayonetta, because it's Nintendo. They have to wait until Nintendo tells them you can release stuff in order and to show anything. And Nintendo is particularly draconian about their uh, 
investments. Yes, they are. They are very... Now, admittedly, you know, it does help them maintain a very strong brand image when, you know, everything they put out is high quality and, you know, poured over a thousand times before they decide to get it out there. But, like, come on, give us fucking something! <laughs> Throw us a bone! Like, please! I don't even need the whole bone. I don't even need, like, a real bone. Throw me a retriever roll or some shit. Something to chew on. Like, god damn. Christ. Like, god. And that's what annoyed me, too, is because they were like, oh, yeah, guys, we're still working on Metroid Prime. That's all. But, like, instead of showing you that we're working on it, let's show you this game. Yeah! And it's like, okay, cool. You could have just said nothing. You could have just said nothing, and I probably wouldn't be as mad. Like, to be honest. But, but now you've given us blue balls by saying, hey, we're working on it. Like, you okay. Like, literally could have just been like, hey, guys, Fuck remember off. Metroid Dread? You could have just, just been like, hey, here's Dread. And we're like, oh, that's cool. But no, but no, like, you had to be like, hey, we're working on Metroid Prime. Here's Dread. Like, <laughs> we promised you a decade ago. <laughs> like, okay, guys, thanks. Like, I think they probably got Dread, finished it, and then dumped it, and then rebuilt it again from the ground up. Probably. That's what that seems like. Yeah. But... I'm not complaining about that. That's fine. But they also didn't show anything else outside of that. But like, hey, what, the... uh, Samus Rule 34 has exploded again. Yeah. So, that's fair. you know, I know that's you awesome. horny fucks are happy. I'm not. But I know you are. So, uh, yeah, go find some new stuff. Have fun. That is true. And also, they did give us a little bit of um, Breath of the Wilds, too. But we don't even have a real title. It's just Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, it's still just Breath of the Wilds 2. And that looked like mostly just cinematics. Some gameplay, but not a lot. Which isn't hard, because it's going to be in the same... Um, was it the same engine? So the gameplay is probably not going to be that hard to do, especially since that engine's been up for so long. Now, the issue is... <clears throat> that's all they really showed. They pulled what I like to call... Microsoft from about four years ago, where they all they did was show like a bunch of indie games, maybe a couple snippets of some stuff here and there, and then called it a day and told you they showed you a lot. And that is why I'm not happy with them. They didn't show us a they didn't show us much, especially considering even Sony, the biggest buffoons of this year, with Square Enix specifically, sorry, not Sony, but Square Enix specifically, gave us chaos. And chaos is there, and it needs to be killed. And that is all we got from Square Enix. Chaos control. <laughs> like, I for anybody who needs a context, Square Enix showed off, like, a couple things, and then they were like, yeah, here's this new IP. And we're watching it, and it's like, all right, this is kind of cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they're talking about how they have to kill this dude, and then they see this dude who looks conspicuously like he was transported out of a Final Fantasy game into a game that with characters that don't look like they're from Final Fantasy. And I didn't then, even watch it. I heard it was really bad. And then and then the dude was like, yes, that's Chaos. I need to kill Chaos. As the most generic looking son of a bitch I've ever seen come out of Square Enix since like 1997. 
or whatever. Like, no. Like, it was actually ridiculous. Like, this dude is buzz cut, tall, somewhat of a deep voice, wearing all black, angsty as fuck. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. (laughs) You have got to be kidding me. Really? Really? I've never seen... I've seen things get memed real fast. That my, game... My got... only exposure to this fucking game is the uh, dunk view of E3 for this year. And just... How many fucking times does he say I'm going to kill chaos? I don't know, but apparently it's not enough because he keeps saying it. Like, Jesus Christ, if he says it this many times in the game, it's too many. Yeah. And he's probably gonna say it more. Yeah. Even the name of the damn game was fucking stupid. I was like, why are you giving us an origin story? Who asked for this? (laughs) Same person who's gonna kill chaos. (laughs) From what I understand, if I remember correctly, it was like an all this is supposed to be an origin story of an alternate timeline for some shit or whatever about the first hero. And I'm like First of all, who gives a fuck? Yes. Second of all, who asked for this? Who in the stu- who in the company building was like, "Yo, guys, you know what would be cool? A origin story." I swear to God, I swear to God, a rabid fanboy of Final Fantasy snuck into the company, kidnapped somebody, dressed up as them, and was like, "All right, what's the most chaos I can cause?" Ah, that. Yo, we should make. A origin story about a guy trying to kill chaos and then leaves. And then people just buy it. And I'm like, that's that's the only possible way. Cause like who who wants this? Like you already give you're already giving us a new Final Fantasy game, which cool, whatever. Looks kinda cool, but I'm kinda worried about the story. Whatever. Who the hell is gonna ask about an origin story about Final Fantasy at this point in time? There's there's no point. There is no point whatsoever. And Ugh. then there are, you know, actual game developers with a brain who are just like, if you don't make this girl's ass as magnificent as it is in the render, you're fired. Thank you, Yoko Taro, for making that declaration. Yes, thank you, Yoko Taro. You are a man of pure genius. I need to get back to playing Replicant. <laughs> I, <laughs> Which, speaking of... I had to put it down for a while because, like, I started playing it, then new genesis came out and you know really fucking laggy but i had to play at least a bit of it um and then this past weekend was a double xp weekend in warframe and i had weapons that i needed to acquire for it so i had to do a bunch of grinding for that and i haven't touched in like three weeks but oh god i need to get back to it because it's so oh it's so good it's so good Look, look, I don't know anybody, like, that game is going to destroy me. And I know it is, because I played the original, and I'm going to get destroyed. And I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm, like, I'm already getting destroyed from the bit that I've already played. And, like, it's the same formula that happened to me last time when I got um, near uh, Automata. I got it day one. I played it for a bit. I stopped playing it for a little bit because I got over a little overwhelmed probably. And then other things came out 
and then Valk played it, and then I ended up coming back afterwards, and then we both played, and then I finished it, and then he finished it after. It's just a fucking ride. It it is absurd. This game is finished a month's old playthrough that you came back to every now and again. I blitzed through it in like three days. (laughs) Yeah, like it was absurd. But like this game is so replicant was replicant is worth every penny. Absolutely. If you really like the combat loop in Automata, it's the same combat. It's so smooth. It's so good. Plus the dash, the dash rolling is so fun. Like just yep. the da- the running and dashing and rolling and like just trying to make yourself move a little bit faster, even though you really aren't, is so nice. It's <laughs> such a nice rep- rep- repetition. Although I I do have to kind of call it on the uh the way to uh power of friendship anime vibe that it pulls it's like yeah we fought this big monster together we're friends now yeah it does do that i'm sorry that's not how it works although i will say kaine is best uh kaine is fantastic holy fuck kaine is absolutely amazing kaine is just a mood (laughs) Bro, literally, she's just like, all right. So her mouth is pettier than a sailor's. You mean like, the th- filthier than a sailor's? Yeah, no, actually, she's, no, she's no. Salty. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. She is petty. Use the right term. No, she is petty. She is. She petty. is petty, but her mouth is not petty. <laughs> pettier than the sailor's. <laughs> Anyways, she. The the first time you experience her and then like and, and get into a battle with her and then she's just like I'm gonna rip your I was like yo please don't don't do just it fucking vice over here just like did she just say what I think she said right <laughs> I'm, I was crying I was crying I was dead ass crying I was just like I had to pause the game for a moment because I was like this is ridiculous she she just went too hard she went so hard no reason absolutely great. Definitely worth the money. Please play that game. Please play that game. And then go play Nier Automata. And have a good time. Because it's worth it. You're yeah, Automata is hitting harder now that I'm playing Replicant and I'm recognizing things. Oh, you're not ready. You're not ready. And it all takes place in fucking Myhama. Yep. It's... Not the pretty. fact that those two are supposed to be the same environment is fucking crazy. <laughs> you really you really have to think about that too though. Like the world building for that too and being able to build off of that. Oh my god, dude. Like absolutely well done, Yokotaro. I could not have asked you for a better video game. I could not. There's there's literally nothing more I could ask for a video game. Like at all. Like no happy endings, like that we know, like, technically. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even want to say any more about that. But that game is great. That's it. Now, moving on. Uh, I hate chaos, but... <laughs> I, He's trying to move on and he can't. <laughs> I, hate, I hate that. But anyways... It always comes back to chaos. It always comes back to chaos. Anyways... Um, what, there was something else, there was something else that I was like, that I kind of wanted to talk about, 
Um, we'll spit think, it out. No, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was something. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, wait. Before I forget, actually, there was one other thing. Talking about. I was talking to Valk about this the other night. At, I think it was last night. And uh, talking about how Pixar does things where they put their next project into the current thing that they're working. They're uh, yeah, you uh, yeah. you saw the uh, fucking cyberpunk thing in uh, Dinazanum. Yes, I did, and I was pleasantly I still surprised. Need to actually, finish that episode. I, I haven't finished the last episode, Dinazanum. Mm, it's okay. I it's been a very weird week. Like it has it, been a very weird week. When I don't, you know, have Friday come around and be like, I'm watching fucking Dinazanon right now, you know it's a weird fucking week. <laughs> yeah. But things that caused us to not watch those, I do want to touch up a little bit more on um Fantasy Star New Genesis. So firstly, I wasn't expecting a I wasn't expecting it to actually get done on a Xbox One, right? And I was pleasantly surprised. I was super happy. This game, and I will quote you, Velg, once it figures out its lag and all those other minor things, this game is going to be amazing. And I'm already having so much fun with it. The lag is getting better. Now that I'm a little bit further along, you know, definitely realizing that there's a bit of a lack of content here. Definitely feel like it should have more than one act. Because, like, the first, the story mode for PSO2, that first chapter, was really fucking long. Yeah. Like, it took me three days to get through, you know, when I had literally nothing else to do. I was unemployed at the time, so I just sat down in front of my Xbox for, like, five hours, three days in a row. And I didn't even watch the cutscenes. I skipped through them, and it still took me three fucking days. Yeah. And with this, it's just like, the only reason it takes so long is because you have to raise your fucking battle power. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's it's like a little bit of a little bit of a mixed bag. It's more, they're getting you more involved with the story mode, which is good. It also teaches you how to play the game a hell of a lot better than uh, PSO2. Because... Yep. The way PSO2 taught you how to use things is you had to go to all these different characters throughout the ship to find out how to do things, as opposed to, you know, it's one area, and you can see all of the quest markers, and you're also kind of prompted by the story to go do those anyways. Yep. If multi-weapons were a thing in you know, base PSO2, they'd be fucking sequestered away in some corner and you would not find them until you were already done with the story. And then you're just like, well, gotta use this. <laughs> kind of like how um, in the original PSO, when we got, um, was it, a, we got uh, the, the, not the elders, but the thing before, the thing after that, the super moves or whatever the hell they were called. I can't remember what they were called. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, fuck. 
the hell were they called? I don't, I don't remember what they were called, but they were basically moves that were like... Yeah, the the nuke attacks, essentially. Yeah, yeah basically nuke attacks. They're like the super like super photon charge skills or whatever it was. But, and, um, you, and you can only use like two per mission if you ranked them up. Yeah. You had to do special missions to get additional slots for them. Yep. Good news. We get that from the beginning. Um... There's bet honestly, I feel like the uh weapon customization's a lot better this time around so far. The weapon system is much better. Um although god Jesus Christ. Thank God for people who actually, you know, have time to find all red boxes, cause uh Fuck me, there are 113 of them and there's a quest to get all of the red boxes. And I don't feel like looking all over Alio for him. <laughs> no. And that's the other thing I wanted to talk about too, though. Um, my favorite thing, although I technically still suck at it, is gliding from absurdly high points in the game because this game has beautiful art and the view is absolutely astonishing. One thing I will say about the uh, art, the cutscenes, I don't think whoever was using the uh, camera knows how to set the focus because things are perpetually out of focus. That's never good. It's like it's a digital camera. You can set it so that everything is in focus. Uh, you, regardless you don't, though, why are things out of focus at all? Like there's this one scene at the end of the story where it's zoomed in on the other Midiorn character. And you can tell that, you know, you're supposed to be trying to read her facial expression, but you can't because everything's fucking blurry. <laughs> oh. Also, they, they really don't know how to do any facial expressions because that that's a very weak point. They, they don't have very good facial rigs. <laughs> Yeah, it no, just but... results in characters that are, you know, supposed to be, you know, stressed out, just kind of looking forward blankly, like they're <laughs> like they aren't even processing that they exist. It's it's just like this is just a doll. It isn't actually a person. It's just staring straight into the camera and it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> you good over there? Oh god. No, that's that's pretty accurate. Honestly, it's pretty accurate. Like there's very little content specifically designed for um New Genesis right now because it's so new. There's but, no content for New Genesis. Yeah. Like the gameplay loop is really solid, but there's nothing. Yeah. And fucking ugh. So you're not even like high enough battle power at the end of the story to launch into urgent quests which were introduced in PSO2 as you know a story mission and then after you do the story you can go do the urgent quest because (laughs) you're definitely leveled enough for it you know there are some things they're doing really good and And some things they need to catch up and other things that show that this is a Sega game. <laughs> yeah. 
because it is Sega. But I'm honestly, again, I'm okay with that. Like, the game is beautiful. I was really looking forward to it. And speaking of the last thing that I'm looking forward to, Tales of Motherfucking Arise. That game... Oh, here he goes with Tales. Look, shut up, alright? Leave me alone. It's fine. This game looks amazing, okay? This game looks absolutely dog shit amazing. And I fucking am ready. Dog shit amazing? I know, it's a very awkward way to put that. But you know what? I think those terms are mutually exclusive. You know what? It's okay. That's just what came out of my mouth. That's fine. We're gonna roll with it. (laughs) We're rolling with it. Whatever you say, bro. Listen here, right? So right, I got to <laughs> I got to watch um gameplay. Somebody uh, actually posted uh, not too long ago. I think it was about five days ago. They posted a uh, video. They got to get exclusive gameplay of the current build of the game. It's not a hundred percent done, but like they specifically built this tr- um, demos uh, for this guy to try. Got to try all the characters. He never actually got to see like the true main menu either which was really cool but the gameplay loop looks to be the best it's been in any tales of game by far the story looks really interesting the world looks really fun to uh go through it does look like they're doing the concept of if you see it you can go to it which is really cool a lot of tales games usually do that it's just kind of like difficult at some points because you usually like a typical Tales game starts off where you're kind of roadblocked into going to certain places until you get to a certain um part in the story and then you can kind of just do whatever the fuck you want. But this looks like it's not going to be like that. They um simultaneously made the fandom upset, but then somebody who was a fan of the game very happy because they took away one of the things called um after battle like after battle scenes. Like after battle, um, it's basically like the scene where it shows like all of our stuff and everything from after we win the battle. They took that away, and they took away those like after battle skits. But instead, we now have a ton more skits throughout the story. And then when they're just kind of walking around as if you know, people talk when they're walking on a long journey, and they're not just sitting there walking and doing nothing. Like, you'll be walking down this area, you'll get through a fight, you'll finish a fight, and then they'll have a conversation about that fight. Or they'll just be talking, shooting the shit while you're just um, going through the area, which I think is full of fucking cool shit. And the characters all look great. There is a knight, there is a female knight with a big-ass shield, and I could not be happier. Plus, she's got a nice ass. But moving on! Of course, it comes (laughs) to the ass. (laughs) It always comes back. It always comes back full circle. It always comes back full circle. But <laughs> moving on, anybody who's a fan of Tales of, I highly recommend going to watch that video. Give it a shot because I know a lot of people were very apprehensive because of some of the things they were saying, but I don't think we need to have anything to worry about so far. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Nothing that I really need to talk about but you know we we started on this yesterday and we both kind of decided to shut up about it um fucking uh my uh relationship with uh spider the the anime you know uh, yes is well documented was... as uh 
you know, I love. I, I don't want to do the CG. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? I watched the goddamn show. I'm current <laughs> on it. Um, Jesus, fuck! I still don't like the CG. I'm especially <laughs> pissed off because it goes through this cycle of, you know, it looks like shit. It kind of looks kind of. Hey, that actually looks pretty all right. Oh my god, it looks fucking awful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it just keeps going through that constant loop, and right now it seems to be stuck at the worst end of that loop. Oh my god, the last episode. Like honestly, the last like... episode was like 89% CG. The only part that was hand drawn was the OP and the ED. I swear to God. Oh, and the post and, and the post uh AD scene was like, handled. Yeah, but like fuck me, bro. Alright, so my Shit. my re- and there's just no momentum in the fucking fight. It's stiff as hell. It's just like, are you trying to make X Arm look good? <laughs> oh my god. Like no. the only thing this show has up on X Arm at this point is the cell shading. <laughs> Uh, yes, the shell shading does look phenomenal. If it was still, it would look fine, but it's not. It's moving. It looks awful. They don't have the eyes moving the same as they do when they hand animate them. Oh, it's this show is such a gem in in a very myriad of ways because at this point, I'm just kind of like me. I'm just looking at the CG. I'm like, why the fuck is it here? But you know what? Whatever. How far are they taking this? Overused. (laughs) Like, honestly, I would be less pissed off if they just decided to make the whole goddamn show CG. Because yeah. then you wouldn't have these constant breaks of, oh, hey, that looks really good. Oh, hey, that's 2D. And then, oh, God, we're back to this again. Yeah. But that's that's kind of, I feel like that's just kind of the show. Uh, I'm, I'm literally just kind of like along for the ride at this point. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, the re- revelation that happens at the uh this ep this uh current episode was so out of left field mind you i was not expecting that at all like i sat there and then i watched what happened when the when the l's were talking and then all of a sudden i was like are they are they serious is this real like what is going on like are you what so I don't want to spoil it because I don't know if anybody's watching it, but like t- episode 24 is fucking hilarious for multiple reasons. Half of it CG, half of it because of the fucking uh, reveal of something that happens. And you're just kind of like, what the fuck am I watching? Oh, God. I, I, am, I am curious though because I want to see what happens with Spider. I'm but, also really not a fan of all the time jumping that it does. Yeah. The constant back and forth skips and you have to keep mentally resetting yourself to where it is because the screen doesn't prompt you with, you know, in the past, in the present or whichever one is supposed to be the present. Yeah. I you don't, don't. You, you actually don't even realize that there's like a massive time jump until... I think, like, episode... Yeah, because, like, for the first few episodes, you think that they're happening at the, at same, the same time. time. Yeah. You think that Kumiko is, you know, going about spider shit, and, you know, the rest of her classmates are in school. No! She's been fucking dead, apparently! 
And they've grown up. Yep. They're 15 now. She's been dead for like a decade, supposedly. I don't know where this is going. Fucking. I don't know where it's going. It, I just know that. And they keep like teasing that, you know, hey, she's actually the demon lord, but then no, she's not. But that maybe one, she is. Who knows? That one, I do know because um, I spoiled myself. I looked up some of the stuff from the uh, light novel or I had one of my friends tell me. And that one was a. Re- I actually really like what they did with that. I just think the anime didn't handle it as well. You're you're gonna tell me how they do it after this because I I have a theory for what it is, but yeah. So with Ugh. that being said, uh, we're gonna stop it here because uh, it's about that time. We do have our busy lives to get to. Uh, this will be up soon, and uh, in the future, maybe you'll be hearing some. Uh, stuff because uh shout out to lo-fi i feel like everybody should be shouting them out for this they are making all the music that they show and share on the lo-fi channel free for streamers and podcasters alike to use without getting striped and that's so cool because a lot of people can use that kind of music for background music but lo-fi hip-hop tunes to relax and hate the atf too All right, that's the that is the title of this episode now. All right, guys, <laughs> take it easy. We'll see you soon and until then. <laughs>